Good morning from Northern California. This is my third articulation in a series of I don't know how many. So I'm going to call this season one of articulations. And this is articulation number three. I'm talking about my work, my pieces that uh, I'm working on or have finished. And I... I came upon a couple of things this morning that made me want to talk about this particular piece called Hans Christian Andersen about his paper cuts, paper, yeah, his paper cuts. Um, I normally go into talking about what the work is about and how it's made and Today I want to start out a little differently, how I got to talking about this piece this morning. I had, on an audio conversation, I had a comment left for me by a friend there named Robert, and he had said how he had appreciated something about what I brought to an audio format as a visual artist. And I've been thinking about that since he mentioned it, which was about a day or two ago. And I thought, what is it that I bring to an audio audio audience as a visual artist? Um, and it's been, I've been pondering that. And I, uh, sort of figured it out this morning a bit more. Um, I relate to so many different creatives in my own process when I listen to them about their process or how they create. And um, so when I listen to folks that are musicians or drama uh, into drama or teachers or poets or storytellers. Um, I feel it's, it's parallel or congruent to my own process in a visual art way, how we create, what goes on with us in our lives, what happens to us in the thinking process of making or creating art. Art in a general sense, not paintings necessarily, but art. So that's kind of my preliminary thought. And then this morning I happened to look at my Instagram and saw a cast made by one of my friends, Paula Manny, that is in collaboration with his friend, Roger Overall, on his jazz, business jazz podcast. And I had never listened to them on the business podcast, business jazz. But what brought me there this morning was in his bio in the Instagram, it said, Um, 
Roger Ural was one instrument and Paula Manning was the piano. I probably should look it up to get it right. Um, but uh, Roger Overall was a sax, that's right, and Paula Manning was a piano. And these are two of my favorite instruments, right? And I thought, I knew this was a business podcast, but I thought, are they making music together? <laughs> so I went to look, and um, clicked on a particular podcast that was named Making Mistakes. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to put it here. I might have to put it in a separate in a separate piece of this and blend them together. But it says everyone you value makes mistakes every day. And I started listening to that one because I don't know, it just popped up for me and I and I uh I just wanted to get a flavor for what they were doing. And the very beginning, I think the very first maybe ten minutes of this, it's a thirty minute uh cast. But the very first 10 minutes or so really interwove into my own process of making a painting. And I thought, oh my gosh, um, maybe I'll play that in a minute for you. But let me go on here with what, our, what my thought process is. They were talking about making mistakes and, and how the older generation uh, in business and stuff really has experience in um, knowing their craft well enough to know that when things go wrong, how to, how to correct things. Hello, Maggie. So um, I thought, yeah, I mean, this sort of just goes interweaves right along with my process and my thinking anyway of what my own experience level in life at where I am and also in the painting world after 20 plus years or maybe it's almost closing in on 25 now um, years of painting you know pretty regularly and the only last maybe 10 years of painting almost daily is that um, is that mistakes happen and those are what I call happy mistakes at times and we also know when things aren't going right intuitively, you know. Anyway, so that brings me to this painting. As I was listening to that, I looked up to this painting that is called Odense with Hans Christian Andersen. That's where he was born and has his house and museum in Denmark. And I, in my Danish series, my Denmark series, um... This piece was kind of a pre-sold piece to a collector uh, that was collecting my work. And it was in the real raw stages at the time when the purchaser, when the collector bought it. And I continued on because I, you know, as I normally do, uh, it wasn't finished with me. And I told the collector it wasn't finished. And I asked, you know that I'd be able to finish it. And, you know, he was fine with that. And um, long story short, after me finishing it and sending photos and 
of progress along the way. Uh, and he sent a check and all the stuff, you know. Um, even after I finished it, he more or less said fine. And then maybe, I don't know, a week or so later, he told me he didn't want to buy it. It wasn't, I mean, it was really kind of a abrupt, rude, in a way, way of saying he wasn't satisfied with the painting, which was very surprising to me. And as I sit here this morning in front of it, I realize it's still in an unfinished state. I left it like this. It's been about a year now, just watching it and looking at it and turning it around. And so this is a piece I will definitely start in on again because it isn't finished for me now. And plus, it has remnants of a quote-unquote failed sale in my mindset, if you will. And it really bothers me to look at it because of that, because of the sour taste I have in my mouth about it. So that's not good, right? <laughs> and I don't consider this a mistake, though. I consider it growth. And um, there is many, many reasons I painted this piece like it is. Uh, when I went to Odense and saw Hans Christian Andersen's paper cuts in his museum, I was just amazed at the history and what he had done um, telling stories and weaving stories as he would cut these different images and parts of his storytelling and what I had hoped to accomplish in this piece was to give some sort of homage to Hans Christian Andersen, whose stories I have loved and loved as a child. And as I look at this today, um, the lines and the trying to keep it symmetrical uh, and trying to keep it like a paper cut is kind of where I need to diverge from. So I have that as a base, you know, and this is a painting that has sat in my studio space um, now for two years, I think. It was, uh, I think I finished it in 2017. I was just looking to see about the signature. I don't see my signature on it. Hmm, that's kind of telling. Usually I, I'm going to put my phone down here for a minute. Um... Usually I sign that when I'm done, and I know I told the, the clifter it was done. Mm. Maybe there was a, nope, I don't see it on the back either. I, uh, it's a piece on wood. It's a, uh, another 36 by 36 inch piece on wood panel, and I know exactly what I'm going to do on it today. I'm going to sand, sand down the layers see what remnants are left and I'm going to let go I'm going to let go of the of the um, the symmetry and having to make it look like it's a paper cut at some level 
painted paper cut, which it didn't really... The intention is there. I can see the intention. I cannot see... Um, it's not saying as much to me right now. So I know there's one big, large piece in the middle that is more red with a lot of crisscross and interweaving lines, uh, sort of as a, almost like a bridge feeling to it. And I'm not happy with that. There's all kinds of places in it that don't feel cohesive. As funny as that sounds, because I tried so hard to make it cohesive. And that's probably what's showing up on this piece is, uh, is how hard I tried to keep it in a, in the format that I had intended on when I started. And I just turned the light on so I could see the colors better here in the studio. Um, yeah. So this piece is on my chopping block and it's got mini lines and swirly lines. And now that I've uh, moved ahead in my Denmark series and some of the other pieces like the swan piece and the Ashoya piece in the forest, that one's been canvas, um, with more and letting my lines come through and the bird's piece, the fugal piece. Those are the three that have gone really kind of wild with line. I think I'm going to be able to move forward in this and maybe accentuate the lines over the top of this um, really contrived. It feels so contrived to me this morning when I look at it, of this work. So I'm going to look at the color scheme, the palette. I want to keep it blue, I believe, in the blues and the kind of the uh, cooler colors. I like that. I like the blue. There's, um, of course, I have a very, uh, a very love, more love relationship, not love-hate, but love relationship with color where it's very seductive and I have to I have to really wheel myself or rein myself back in and try to contain my love for color at times because I just would love to put all kinds of different color in here. But I I see some definite areas that need sanding. The ones in the very bottom right on both right and left corners. And on the top too. The top is very thick on the top. And uh, and yet I still see underpainting here. I can still see the underpainting through some of these layers. Wow, this is gonna be fun. I'm starting to get energized looking at it. Um, so mistakes, going back to my topic here that got me over to this piece, listening to Roger overall and Paul Omani this morning um, and thinking about what Robert had said in the cast about what do I bring to audio as a visual artist I I just bring who I am you know and I think that listening to others and commenting on their work and 
listening to poems and songs and music and people casting about their wine tasting and their coffee making and um, their (laughs) business adventures or, you know, singing on, we have a sing-song Saturday, Uh, people just creating and being themselves is... uh, been very, very uh, widening for me in my world of creativity. It it enhances my creativity. It opens my world and confirms, it confirms my creativity in my, what I'm doing in my work. So that's all I have for you today as the uh, third articulation. I was going to put the little bit of a cast from Paul and Roger overall, but I think I might just do that in a separate cast. Who knows? But it did influence me today about value makes, everyone you value makes mistakes every day. So, anyway, that's how things go for me in my my process. Things inspire me and, and move me to work. And um, I'm headed to do the Hans Christian Andersen Odense Overpaint. Thanks for listening.